0: Three, two, one, go. This is the GTZ Capital Podcast. We have Tank Sinatra here, who if you're not familiar with him, he's from the Discord. And what he does is he sends out alerts. Everyone on the Discord has sent alerts, but he's a little bit more popular right now because, well, he's been, he's been hitting big. Some of the names he's been hitting big with is NVIDIA, um, Beyond, Tesla. There was another one before that I'm trying to think of. Mm, shop. Uh, Shopify. Google. Google. Um, I don't know, there's been a lot of big
1: movers lately. And yeah, according to the, well, because of my rolling strategy, I've been able to catch a big part of those moves. So uh, if you're not familiar with the rolling strategy, I'm not going to get deeply into it. But basically, you just take profits, and you buy more contracts with those profits, and you kind of just let those profits uh, roll so that you don't risk any of your own capital, but instead, you're just risking profits assuming that if the trade goes to zero, then worst case scenario, you don't lose anything of your own money. And lately, uh, the runners have been paying big. Um, and yeah, we've, just, we've had a good run in the past couple weeks. And I wanna say like what, two months now it's been, that the market's been cooperating a lot, so yeah.
0: Yeah, so pretty much the market's a, a machine that's gonna to try to steal your money. So if you're blaming the market for losing, then you're blaming the i mean you're blaming the system and that doesn't really work it's usually your fault so your goal is to extract money out of traders pockets so if you're losing you're basic and you're blaming the market you're basically saying that other traders owe you money that their job should be to give you much money which is not true it's up to you so if you haven't adapted uh looking at his place is a good resource and not to copy him not to get in his trades which he never condones but he does condone that you look at his trades and if they're winners try to find out you know why did he win? like you can look at the price action, you can look at the chart, the news, etc so I just wanted to discuss, and this is just it 's honestly promotion to to join the discord, but i mean we 're not making money out of it it 's free so i do I do think it 's a resource you 're not taking advantage of if you 're not in it because well, for one, you can see how people that win win and second you can you can spend time with traders that actually not know what they 're doing but they 're a little bit experienced so i want to discuss his journey from i think the first time we talked on the podcast with him it was 500 to eight thousand, and we thought oh this is like well i didn't think it was like the end of it but i thought oh this is like a big hit i don't know if i didn't think it won't happen again but it, it felt like something that happens you know once in a blue moon but i mean for you it's been kind of like just ripping every time right like Like now you don't say, oh, I turned five hundred into eight thousand because it's it seems more normal, right? Yeah. um, So so sorry. I just want you to talk about your trades basically, like your trading history in the past month and a half. Yeah. um, So last we spoke was five hundred
1: to eight k. I reset that account back to a thousand, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now it's sitting at back at fifteen. So went I guess you could say five hundred to um About twenty ish mm-hmm. in about two months, which is pretty cool. um I like to reset my accounts. So I feel like I trade better on smaller accounts because the bigger the account is, I feel like I start over risking and maybe I take larger positions that I'm normally used to and or just uh more positions than I normally do, so I kind of uh lose track of some. i don't take profits uh on some that I should because I'm not monitoring them com- as I should because it's just too many plays. And I feel like uh, I just am a better trader overall with smaller counts. So what I've been doing is uh, just resetting them. Uh, Every time they hit five figures, just reset it to 1000, 2000, whatever, just a small number, Uh, pretty much just a mental number that's gonna keep me in check and keep me from risking too much. Uh, Luckily, uh, like for example, the Nvidias we played the six I, pl- I bought six thirties and six fifties for this week, which were already rolls from last week. So meaning I bought was profits, but, uh the six thirties were nine, so nine hundred I paid for those, and I sold for thirty five, and then I had six fifties that I bought for about, two or three hundred I don't remember, and I sold for about seventeen or eighteen. So, just those two plays alone is you know five thousand almost in profits, and that's just two simple roles and I'm not over risking at all like I'm pretty much just buying one contract of this or one contract of that, and I'm just doing it with profits so um we've had some massive
0: hitters like Shopify go like two to twenty and when he says when he says two to twenty, if you don't know options options, the contract. It's gonna be. It's gonna say two dollars, but then when you go pay, um, you move the decimal twice to the right, so you actually pay two hundred. So when he says three to eighteen, that's actually three hundred to a k, and eight hundred dollars. So just move the decimal twice to the right.
1: Right. So, yeah. I mean, we've just we've had some some good plays. Uh, we've we've been able to hit some some crazy percentages, and yeah. I mean, it's just been good. Um, I'm. I'm I'm excited to see what's coming, like, what's
0: forward, what's to come. And I don't know. I just want to see if I can keep doing it. Yeah. Well, we had this joke going on last year. I don't know what... I think it was July or something like that. Uh, we had a joke going on where we would say, oh, we're going to do the... What do you call it? We saw a watch at a tennis store. And it, it was kind of like... I think it was a 100, $100 or something. And we were joking, oh, let's do a $30 to, to watch challenge. So now Tank did the... What is it? 500? I mean, I know you didn't just put 500, right? But right. 500 to truck challenge. But they sold it, right? So you can't Yeah, buy it. they sold the truck I was trying to buy. So, um, yeah,
1: I'll do what I normally do, which is reset the account. I'll pull some of the money out, uh, use that for a vehicle, and that way I can just have the cash ready to go in case I find something else. But yeah, um, I'm resetting my account probably to around 2 to 5K. And yeah, I'm just going to try to trade it back up, hopefully back up to 15, 20, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's just that's just the goal as of now.
0: Yeah, who knows? Um, I, I wonder if, you know how well right now we have, I think we have good liquidity. I wonder if, you know, when bear markets come where there's no liquidity, I wonder if it's going to be as easy to, to even get fills on contracts or if we're even going to see rippers like we see now. I know we're not in the... Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in a pretty good market, I would say. We're not saying it's the best because last year was crazy, but... Well, last year, I feel, it was just too easy. Dude, definitely uh, too easy.
1: But this is just, I feel, like a regular market. Yeah, this is what it... Yeah. What it should be. You know, moves up, moves down. It's choppy. It's flat. You get everything. You don't know what to expect on a day-to-day basis. I'm not sure if it's always this choppy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like we're seeing a lot of different... Um, A lot of different things happening from sector rotations to meme stocks popping to tech rallies. And then you see Mm -hmm. energy and industrials and you're just seeing so many different um, rotations and so many changes in the market. And it feels like it's happening so fast, too. Yeah, it feels like there's
0: never one spotlight. Just every week, it's a different, maybe even half a week from like Monday to Friday, completely different game. Yeah, I, I take
1: it on a day-to-day basis, to be honest. I don't really like swinging things at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't for the past two months. I have done it, but that's usually not the best strategy. There's, yeah. there's days when um, my my plays are big because I bet up or down and I caught the moves the correct way. And I hold because I expect the second day, mm-hmm. lose all my gains back, and then just end up holding through for a, for an entire day. And then direction continues a day after. So sometimes in these markets, it's better to just take quick trades, get in, get out. And odds are you're going to find the same entry you found the first time a day after or mm-hmm. something like that. And then you can just trade that same contract at the same price that it was two days ago, even though it ran 2 to 10. And then you sell and the next day is red and it's down 2% and then it's back down to 2. You pick it up again. Next day's up 2% those are back up at 10 and that's just kind of how the markets have been just extremely choppy extremely volatile but that is very good for options
0: traders especially day traders yeah for sure um i mean yeah i'm pretty mad not mad at myself right it's a a way of putting it but i mean last year was way too easy like every dip was bought every everything just rallied for months and now now it's not hard it's just it's just choppier it's not you know, you're not giving, you're not being given the gains on a silver platter like before. Yeah. Um, no, it's definitely a market to take advantage of, though, because I do, I do think, I mean, there's going to be a point where these discord, like, there's going to be a point where people unfollow not follow all these pages just because it's, it gets hard where we enter a bear, a bear market. So I do think now is, like, the time to take advantage of trading, like, trying to learn in a bull market. A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean...
1: I think the main difference between us and professionals is just as simple as uh, being able to keep your money. I think everybody knows how to make money. We can all make money. I'm sure everybody who's listening to this, if you're an active trader and you've tried options at some point, you've made money and you've probably hit some pretty good contracts. The hard part is keeping that money. So either holding too long and your contract loses all its value back or you... Put it back into a different position because you get confident or you get cocky or whatever it might be or you just think, hey, maybe it's going to keep going. So you buy more contracts and then you end up losing more than you were up the year originally. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I think the main difference between us, uh, retail traders and, and the professionals straight. is just that they're able to keep their money once they make it. So in a market like this, make as much money as you can and get out if the market's not good you don't always have to play something just learn to sit on your hands be patient and when setups come setups come and that's kind of how i've been treating it um i find one thing that i think can move and that's all i look at and that's pretty much all i trade so um yeah i just try to find events or like catalysts that might be um helpful so for example nvidia had a stock split uh shopify had google news um Google recently announced that, they're, that they will be accepting crypto as form of payment, which I think is huge. Um, stock is still going down, which means it hasn't been priced in. Um, but we'll see. I think Google will be a ripper in the coming month or so. Um, if I might add a little stock pick, I'll say uh, Google goes to twenty four fifty by, 50 um, by end of June. What's that out right now? Twenty three fifty, so a hundred bucks.
0: Could I mean yeah, twenty twenty. It's um, not that much. Yeah, yeah. My, but my real prediction would be about twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I get. It. I mean, it could. I mean, we could look back and it's down to like twenty two. So it who could, knows, right? Like yeah. at least you're picking the direction. And yeah, I I also want to add like some people, um, or I'll see some traders uh, say stuff like, I don't know. I saw this tweet that was like, oh. Apple above this, buy calls. Apple below this, buy puts, which I don't like. I don't know if you like that, but I was here, I was looking at that and I was like, that doesn't make sense to me because it's like, let's say Nvidia, right? Like Nvidia was a ripper. Let's say it's, it, it hits a resistance point. Like you're not going to buy puts because the main direction is up. Right. Like the, the path of least resistance is up. So I think, I don't know if you've ever thought of that, like some anyone listening, but if you've ever thought of, oh, I'll just buy puts if it hits this, calls it, like, no, I don't think that's how it works. Um, for example, in February growth names almost all the clear direction was down like playing calls if it breaks a little point and then catching like i don 't think that 's a good strategy. I think picking direction um long term direction in a stock is a good idea, and then playing calls within that smaller time frame so for example i mean like um, uh, any ticker I name that you 've played has that direction where they just entered a let 's say a two week uptrend or something um You don't want to pick a stock that's in a downtrend and then say oh if it breaks this point like i'll buy calls so the the main point you want to do is like actually look not price action i don't want to say that and be kind of like um what do you call it like those people that say oh that's all that matters but i mean it kind of it kind of makes sense if it's in an uptrend and you're able to catch calls in it like that's how you're going to make your money not being a contrarian in the trend like if it's going down you buy puts if it's going up you buy calls Yeah, that's about one of the hardest things to do. Betting counter trend is just... Because you should be a contrarian, but not the way people... Yeah,
1: contrarian in the sense that when things are undervalued or people are running away from a sector and it's for the wrong reasons, then sure, of course, by all means, Mm -hmm. take advantage of that. But it doesn't mean that if everybody's betting one way, you're just going to automatically choose the 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 opposite opposite position just because you say everybody's doing it, so they're probably wrong. If they're doing it, it's probably for a reason. If you find a reason why you think they're wrong, then, you know, by all means. But yeah, yeah, counter trend trading is very, very difficult. And if you're trading with options, you're probably going to
0: get burned extremely fast. Yeah, with that strategy, for sure. And well, so that's where it comes in. Like, do you buy dips and if you're being a contrarian? But what I'm saying is, yeah, you can buy a dip if the stock is in an actual uptrend, because then you're being a contrarian in the good sense. Like you're buying, you're being a contrarian against irrationality, right? But if there's a rational direction being picked or like, let's say Tesla, Oh, Elon Musk gets fired. You're not going to buy stock the next day. Cause that's a real reason to drop the stock. If anything you buy puts on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you don't
1: like if bad if news are bad, you don't come out and buy into, into it and vice versa. If news are good. You don't go and buy and buy puts mm-hmm. just because it's the opposite it's yeah. the opposite, so um yeah, at the end of the day, I think in these markets because things move so fast, it's just i would i don't even know what i could i would consider myself uh I don't know if day trader uh god scalper um no. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean I'm it, just I'm well just, you're not you you don't have. I don't have a style, Like I'm just looking at price targets, I'm looking at options, and I'm just saying, if, it, if the stock does what I think it will do, these options should hit this much. Mm-hmm. So in theory, they're undervalued, so I just try to find those setups and find good risk-to-reward ratios. And I think the m- most important key is just uh, buying as little as possible. Mm-hmm. So find things that are gonna give you the best uh, risk-to-reward, so that if you're betting a hundred, you should be able to at least three to five exit um, so that if you lose it at least you're losing it on a good bet, and be willing to lose it all is uh the second thing that's the most important just if you bet a hundred, let it go to zero if you're wrong, and if you're right, you know you hit, but you can't be cutting you can't be cutting stuff short because you kind of uh you stop yourself from being able to i don't know you kind of don't give yourself the the opportunity to play the trade out completely
0: or at least not all the way as it should be mm-hmm. well yeah like if you buy less it, it gives you less space to trade so you make sure that you're getting only into good trades and i'm not saying because you you shouldn't take a trade like if you are not absolutely sure that a trade will win you should still get in if that's what your strategy tells you to do like it shouldn't be like oh i'm not gonna get in unless i know i'm gonna win because i mean you'll never know but i mean yeah what 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 do you mean with buy less um because that could be interpreted as buy less contracts so spend less money on each play or it could be interpreted as buy less names so trade one ticker instead of three or it could be considered as like only do one trade per week like yeah. Or do you mean in all senses? Um, well, I guess it extends to all
1: senses, but I was mainly referring to um, just to the net value of your account. So, mm. I mean, the number of contracts or whatever is going to vary based on price. But at the end of the day, you have to be 100% and truly okay with seeing the balance on your account if it goes to zero which I don't think most people are. Yeah, realistically. Realistically. So if if you have a $5,000 account and you're buying $500 plays, and it's down 50%, mm-hmm. is it gonna hurt you? Like, Are you gonna feel bad about it? Are you gonna be pissed? And it's okay to say yes, but next time maybe just, bu- if your tolerance is only losing 250, then buy a contract that's worth 250 and let it go to zero and give yourself a chance instead of setting stop losses and stuff like that, which I see people do often.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, just like, for example, if you were to bet, I don't know, you say I have a $10,000 account, $1,000 uh, stop loss, right? 10% is my risk. That's the most I'll ever lose. So you have a $10,000 account, you're willing to lose 1000 So instead of, or, or let's say you, you only have a 5% which is a little more reasonable. Mm-hmm. You have a $10,000 account, you say, I'm only willing to lose 500. Instead of buying a thousand worth of calls and setting a 50% stop loss, just buy half of them. You know? Instead of buying 10 contracts at a at hundred bucks, paying a thousand and then setting a stop loss at 50%, just buy five of them and let them go to zero. Because at the end of the day, you're gonna lose the same if you're wrong, but at least you give yourself the time in the trade to maybe have the stock reverse or move or maybe news come out or something happens and you just give yourself uh, more time because I don't know how many times I've seen, especially in markets like these, where options go from, I don't know, a thousand down to 200 back to 2000 on a span of like two to three days. And
0: um, yeah, I mean. No, I get it. I mean, like if I told you before you got into, let's say you're about to place a trade yeah. and it costs you 500 right and i tell you all right once you buy this you cannot cut the loss you have to either take profits on it or let it go to zero yeah. you might stop and think about it you might be like oh oh shit okay never mind i'm not buying this right so if if that's how you're gonna trade then it's gonna stop you from one getting into like shitty trades and second from wasting too much money on one spending too much money on one contract so 100 i mean yeah that's the best way to see it Yeah. And I think that's helped me a lot. Just
1: because um, I don't have to stress um, about my positions. Mm -hmm. I don't have to overthink anything. I just let things play out the way they're supposed to. And that's it. You know, if if I'm up two to 300%, I'll take my profits. If I want to stay in, I'll just buy a cheaper contract. And if it goes to zero again, I don't care. So it just feels like very, it's obviously a little stressful. Um, You know, it's not if you but it's only stressful because it's not like it's stressful because I'm managing a lot of different positions. Mm -hmm. So it's stressful in the sense that I have to keep up with a lot of things, but I'm willing to lose all of it. Mm -hmm. Like I know that worse, like something happens, Biden gets murdered, something like we have a tragedy. All my contracts immediately go to zero. I understand that like and I'm okay with it, you know. And I don't know, it just kind of helps me trade better. I feel before I'd be a little more cautious about my money and I'd be not willing to lose everything that I was putting in. So it kind of made me take bad trades or exit trades early. And yeah, I don't know, it it just, um, I think the mentality of buying less and truly being okay with losing it all is very uh, good for your trading
0: mentality. It just kind of keeps you in check and yeah it just helps you stay disciplined yeah I mean operating on fear and trading is a it's a losing strategy, and when you cut losses, you're operating on fear and when you take profits too early, you're operating on fear so i mean in general, like his message is don't operate on fear like just be just be positive about your trades if you lose it's not it's not gonna kill your account if you're being smart right especially because your trading account should be money that you don't need yeah yeah
1: so. You know if if it's disposable money in theory, obviously you don't want to lose it, mm-hmm. but if it's money that you theoretically don't need, then who cares? Mm-hmm. Take your chances if you like the setup, obviously do your research, don't just buy random shit, but if you like the setup and you say, "I like the risk to reward here and i'm if I'm wrong, I lose it all, so be it. but if it hits, it's worth it then that's that's it. that's kind of how I play. Of course, there's other strategy and things I look at. I'm just kind of simplifying it. But in terms of mentality, that's just kind of how I've been
0: approaching it. And so far, it's been paying off pretty well. Nice. Well, that's going to be it for GTZ Capital Podcast. You can PM uh, Tank on Discord, message him, or you can DM me on the Instagram. That's pretty much where both of us are primarily active. Um, Sometimes you'll catch Tank on Instagram, but I think... Um, if you really want to get to him truly and be sure that it's not me you can you can find him on discord so link is in bio on instagram thank you